Welcome to Central Pennsylvania Voices. I'm your host, Joe Nebastinsky, and today in the studio we have a really, really great guest I'm really happy to have with us today, Suzanne Bruzga. Did I say that right? Did, okay. yes. Excellent. Yes. And you are the coordinator of evangelization at St. Joseph Parish in Mechanicsburg, right down the street from us, correct? I am. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for being with us today. And uh, let's start off by if you could share a little bit uh, with us, uh, your background. Yeah. Um, well, um, I my educational background was uh, nursing. Um, I was a registered nurse. Um since boy, I went graduated from nursing school way back in 1978, and mm-hmm. until 1997, I worked in nursing, mm-hmm. uh, a variety of places. Um, gave me a lot of different opportunities. Um, most recent was over here. I guess it's Encompass now. Was Health South was mm-hmm. my last place of employment as a registered nurse before I entered into parish ministry as a parish nurse, and that was 1997. Mm. At St. Joseph's, actually, in Mechanicsburg. Um, Father uh, Chet Snyder uh, uh. was the pastor and invited me to um, begin a, a ministry um, there and related to parish nursing. And you're not originally from central Pennsylvania, correct? I am not. Uh, I'm from Somerset County, a little town called Freedens, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I ended up in central Pennsylvania because I chose to go to nursing school in York. Hmm. And that's how you ended up here. That is how I ended up here. Yeah, eventually Mm -hmm. I got here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your family. Um, Well, my husband, uh, Jim, and I will be married 41 years this month, actually. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we have four four sons, adult sons, um, sort of scattered at different places. One here locally uh, in Mechanicsburg, two in North Carolina, and uh, one in Delaware. And he and his wife um, are expecting um, a child in October, and there'll be our first grandchild, wow. a boy. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're just happy to, to have you with us. I know that uh, I met you a couple of weeks ago, and we were doing the Jubilee Day uh, event in Mechanicsburg. What an amazing event that was. How about it? Was, it? <laughs> it was. I was very like, wow. It was a lot of fun. Was I, that your first one? It was. <laughs> it's and overwhelming, isn't it? I know. Well, you know, <laughs> as my role as coordinator of evangelization, mm-hmm. um, I have to say it gave me some, uh, I'm going to use the term, street cred, because yeah, yeah. I had never been out doing that kind mm-hmm. of thing before. And it was it was great. I had a good time. Yeah, it was really neat to see it, it so was. many people there. When they say how many people are that thing, yeah. Wow. There are yeah. a lot. Yeah. I've, I've been at uh, many times in the past here with the radio station, and it's it's great to go out and actually meet people. And you meet all kinds of people there. You meet people that are, you know, Catholics that are going to church, you know, a couple times a week, and other people that uh, are fallen away Catholics and people that are not Catholics. And it was great talking to all those different people, wasn't it? Yes, yes. And and I was, I guess, very surprised how receptive so many people were mm-hmm. to a conversation or a prayer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, that that surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. We gave out a lot of information that day, too. So maybe, you know, we don't know what what seeds were planted, uh, but, you know, maybe we will when we get to heaven. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So was, we were available. That's e- the big thing. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was I was always reminded that, you know, we're in uh Sales, not management, right? So, so we, 
we that's go out true. And, that's and, true. And we, we do we do our part, right? So so you started off in a nursing ministry at the church, and yes. tell us how that evolved to what you're doing now. Okay. Well, uh, yes, uh, the the parish nurse ministry that I had uh, grew from coordinating some volunteers to take blood pressures after mass and providing some health information to parishioners, uh, and then reaching out to start some bereavement outreach for families who are grieving. Uh, always offering that Catholic perspective that mm-hmm. was always our uh, role in whatever we did with this. Uh, parish nurse ministry, um, started a prayer shawl ministry, families who were um, experiencing needs for transportation, meals, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I was there um, to about, I think it was 2007, and then I had an opportunity to go to Hershey Med and um, represent uh, the Catholic Church there as a coordinator of the Catholic Pastoral Care Department. Um, so basically, I would assist the uh, chaplain priest who mm-hmm. would be assigned at St. Joan of Arc and coordinate communion ministers, visit Catholic patients, help them uh, receive the sacrament of anointing if needed. And that was a huge, that was a really powerful ministry for mm-hmm. me. Um, and it was nice because I had the nursing background. So it, yeah. it sort of blended the two, um, pastoral and nursing. Um, and I grew a lot during that ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, after that, I was up at St. Catherine Drexel as a pastoral associate Mm -hmm. Um, and, again, sort of had some more experiences in um, the faith in in preparing people for RCIA. I was introduced to doing that, adult faith formation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, in 2017, I came to, uh, oh, I'm sorry, 2000. Yeah, 17. Wow, five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been at St. Joe's, came back to St. Mm-hmm. Joe's and with the coordinator of evangelization, mm-hmm. which when people ask me, what is it that you do? Yeah, that and sounds like a big, big title to me. <laughs> it is a big title, but okay, Joe, this is how it goes. As I share with people, <laughs> it's like building the airplane as you're trying to fly it. Yes. And, and I have a, a great pastor and staff um, who support that kind of <laughs> Of development because we have to sort of shift with mm-hmm. as the needs are identified in the parish. Yeah, and I know the COVID nineteen thing put a put a damper on everything in our parishes. Yes, very much so. Yeah, and we're um, we've been blessed. I have to say that we were able to do many things because of technology and so forth to keep ministries going. But um, yeah, we are people aren't all back yet, mm-hmm. and and we're starting to feel like. How are we going to do ministries if we don't have volunteers and, and so forth? What kind of things are you doing there? Um, well, one of my main responsibilities is RCIA coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I, that's an awesome ministry. Uh, I enjoy that. Um, I sort of took uh, over the Alpha coordinator. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a, a ministry there um, for that. And right now I'm sort of starting to shift my focus more into uh, evangelization training. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be up and coming. Um, St. Paul Street Evangelization, which I know our diocese mm-hmm. supports, mm-hmm. has wonderful opportunities for training, and I'm going to be introducing that into the parish, um, as well as uh, hopefully looking at having training some people for healing prayer mm-hmm. at our, our parish. What does your RCA look like in your parish? Well, we, we have what we call a year-round RCIA. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so whenever anybody has an interest in uh, learning about the Catholic faith, obviously no obligation, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they can come. We will we'll get them into the program. And, um, you know, we should probably say what RCA is. You yes, know what right. Is. Well, for, for now, <laughs> yes. it's going to change to the terminology, mm-hmm. the right of a Christian initiation for adults. That's RCIA. And um, <clears throat> so um, right now, um, yes, for the first time in a long while, we have about six people who have expressed interest in, in becoming um, baptized. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can come. um like I said, any time, and we'll we'll hook you up with somebody or into our process. And uh, the, the exciting thing about this, most of these people are young adults in their twenties. Well, that is exciting. Yeah. Yes, who are coming from no faith background at all. I know. Have, yeah. yeah, I know that in the past they used to run it like school, where if you wanted to do RCIA, we're starting in September. But our church said, uh, I guess about two years ago, look. It's a rolling in, 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 in a rolling enrollment, as it were. Yes. So, you know, you want to do something, we're starting right now. Exactly. And I know that's my wife is coordinating that at our church. Yeah. And uh, the same kind of thing. If you want, we're not going to make you wait till September till we start a class, right? It, right. Yeah. Well, it's the Holy Spirit who's leading them there, whether <laughs> they recognize it or we recognize it. We <laughs> hopefully recognize that. But yes, once once they come, we, we don't want to turn them away. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody comes at a different spot. So for, for people who, you know, how we used to do that, as you said, mm-hmm. Joe, about the more academic approach, mm-hmm. it's a little more challenging <laughs> in ways. You don't have that nice syllabus and right. everything maybe that you used to. But but again, if if, if you trust uh, the Holy Spirit, you have a good team behind you, you the, the guidance will be given, and uh, people can be formed. Yeah, we're yeah. finding in our parish that you know it's it's a lot more personal doing it this way than it was in the in more classroom setting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 A lot more discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, less. Um, yeah, presentation <laughs> like a, a course. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a little bit more meeting the people where they're at. Right. right. And yeah. hearing their questions and listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it, it just sounds, you know, it's so important. And I think one of those things that, that we need to really focus on and getting, because when there are people who, like you said, the Holy Spirit says, you know, it's time to join the Catholic Church and we need to be open to them at all times. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, you sound like a super motivated person. What motivates you? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, I think one of those gifts that I've been given is like one of those adult learner type people. Cause I'm, and, and maybe that can, <laughs> that can get a little excessive sometimes, but I'm always open to new information and, mm-hmm. and, and learning. So I, I like to think I'm pretty open in, in that way. So I, again, I'm trusting it's the Holy Spirit who's giving me the motivation, you know, to, to do what I'm doing at this point. Yeah. And yeah. And, it, and, and what you're doing, you are successful at it. How, how do you define success? Boy, that's a interesting question and a hard one. Um, I, you know, I, I think as I continue on in this, I think being really available to the, to the person who's there with you at this moment mm-hmm. is is a way to define success. Uh, because it's only that's the only time you really have with them, mm-hmm. and um, that's hard. That's hard yes. to do that. But I think if, if I can be available to someone and really hear what they have to say, I think God really works through that. And the other piece of that, then, Joe, is helping other people be able to do the same thing. Because, you know, just a couple people can't do that. We all have that gift to be able. Right. So to me, that's success, to be present. Mm-hmm. 
Well, listen, I I think we're going to need to take a break right now. But when we come back, we can take more a little bit about your faith journey, where you came from, and how you ended up where you are right now. So, Suzanne. Bruska, and I said it right, correct? You did, yes. I practiced really, really hard before we went on the air. So, coordinator of evangelization at St. Joe's Parish in Mechanicsburg, right down the street from us. Thank you for being with us. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Voices. I'm your host, Joan Ebistinsky, and I'm again joined by Suzanne Bruska. And I said it right again, didn't I? Did. I'm, I'm back pretty this, well Joe. today, right? <laughs> uh, I, get, I get messed up with some, some of these great names. And with a name like Nebistinsky, pronouncing people's names is very important to me. So, uh, And you are the coordinator of evangelization at St. Joseph Parish in Mechanicsburg, right? We were right in the middle of a conversation we were talking about. Uh, first, we talked about where you came from. And now, I, you know, we, we're getting into a little bit more of what you do um, my question to you now is what hurdles have you faced like so far in your life and your family, your career and everything? And how did you how did you handle those hurdles? Um, well, we've been very blessed, really, uh, our family uh, without any huge uh, hurdles in mm-hmm. that sense, um, you know, with health and finances and everything. We're very grateful for that. Um, personal hurdles. Um, you know, I guess the thing um thing that really comes to mind for me was when I was working as a chaplain type person over at Hershey. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, was sort of a personal and spiritual hurdle, I think, uh, or it was, on um, how do you deal with people and suffering mm-hmm. uh, from a pastoral ex- uh, um, perspective. Pers- pers- yeah. perspective. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. And um, that really helped me uh, grow in trusting God and um, developing that relationship. But it wasn't easy, you know, mm-hmm. um, as a nurse, as a mom, my husband would say maybe as a wife, I figure I have all the answers all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to think that. Uh, and um, Hershey being the type of uh, hospital it is, especially um, with the children's unit, that was my hardest mm-hmm. place to visit. I never worked with kids as a as a nurse, that yeah. was not my area of uh, career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a mom, and or am a mom, and that was the hardest part for me to deal with um, very, very sick children, yeah. often terminal, and their parents, and watching their parents go through this, and wondering how how does this happen? How, yeah. Why? And um, <clears throat> that's that's one of the things that I think we have to remember that. Uh, God doesn't call the prepared. He prepares the called. Yes. Right. And yes. we we go through these experiences and we grow. Sometimes they're uncomfortable for us, but but with God's grace, we get through those experiences and we grow through them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And I guess uh, the big takeaway, you know, from all of that is. Um, God just asks us to show up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and it's really hard sometimes to just show up and not 
try to fix because right. that is that's one of my tendencies mm-hmm. um and and to trust that he has this um yeah. so that that has been big now yeah. i i can quickly say i'm very far from practicing that all the time right you know (laughs) well tell it tell us about your faith journey now uh yes my faith journey well a lot of people when i when i talk with them uh, are surprised i was not brought up catholic i grew up in the lutheran tradition Mm -hmm. in a very small community where there was not much else going on (laughs) and so a lot of my social life was around the church and one of my um, closest friends, childhood friends, was the pastor's daughter. So I spent a lot of time around the church mm-hmm. and volunteering, or they'd have us help with things. So that was a big part. And then off, I went to nursing school, uh, no car or anything. And it was at a hospital. It wasn't at a college where there was a chapel or anything. So um, the opportunity to uh, really go to church, as I used to regularly, didn't happen. Uh, my roommate was Catholic, or I'm sorry, was Lutheran also. Mm-hmm. And we would occasionally walk downtown York and, and go to uh, a Sunday morning service. Um, after after nursing school, um, I moved back up to this area, central Pennsylvania, and because a lot of the shift work and so forth, it was difficult to go to church. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of Protestant churches don't have that Saturday evening option. Yes. <laughs> so, and like Probably a lot of people, you sort of get out of the habit and, and so forth. Um, it was during that time I, I met my now husband. Um, he uh, lived in the apartment across the way from me. We lived in an apartment complex, and I saw this young man leaving Saturday evening and then coming back, like, not too long after. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> so after we, we, we met, and I found that he was going to Mass, mm-hmm. and I started to go with him. Because I, I knew that was something I was looking for in a relationship, somebody with a faith. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of started that wow. my introduction to the Catholic that's, faith. And, that's and neat. yeah, over at St. Catherine Labore was mm-hmm. where I came into the church, um, uh, in April of, um, 1981, Easter vigil. And then Jim and I were married in August up at, uh, where he went to school, St. Francis in Loretto. Mm-hmm. Up at the chapel there. What was your RCAA experience like? It was very different because mm-hmm. of my work schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I was very uh, blessed to have um, Sister Maria Goretti, who uh, is now deceased. May she rest in peace. Mm-hmm. She mentored me mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to come to the sessions as they were offered with my work schedule as a nurse. I was working at Hershey, actually, at the mm-hmm. time. And um, it, I couldn't do it. So, you know, who knew down the road that... I would also be doing RCIA and very open to saying, look, we'll help you however we can and mm-hmm. being open to that. So that's how I, that was my experience that's, working one-on-one with sister. Yeah. Uh, that's how my wife came in, uh, into the church also. Uh, she met with our priest, actually it was the priest that we had in college. Ah. And, and I, I went to every session because I went through uh, CCD in the 1970s, and so my faith formation was, how should I say, not that good. So I didn't know a whole lot about my faith as much as I should have. So I met with a, with uh, the priest and Donna. We went together, and uh, it was really helpful for me also, for my yeah, first yeah. time. So it was, it was an outstanding experience, doing it that way rather than in a classroom situation. And so. and we try to, I encourage people uh, at St. Joe's, and they're coming into, you know, if they're an RCIA, if they do have a significant other mm-hmm. <laughs> engaged or wife or husband, mm-hmm. that they're most welcome to come. And and those that do are often surprised as like, I don't remember hearing that. Or really? I didn't know that. 
that. And, you know, well, it, we have the advantage too now because we have the catechism, which has so much things. It's so easy to look at that and say, yes. if there's a question, well, well, there it is. Cause I know when I was young, we didn't have that catechism to refer to. Right, right. So I think that's that that helps a whole lot too. It does. I mean, we have wonderful I, resources now. Yeah, yeah, and also the media, the technology we have too. It's I huge. Mean, yeah. 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 So huge help. So tell us about you. So your husband, he was, is he a cradle Catholic? Yes, Jim is cradle Catholic. He grew up in uh, Dubois, Pennsylvania, and attended Catholic school from elementary through mm-hmm. high school through college. Yeah, and a night at Columbus, correct? Uh, he is. Uh, yeah, he is. Yes. Yeah, we just recorded a night talk a little bit earlier today, so I had to get that. Get, yeah. get that Knights of Columbus thing. Yeah. So, so tell us. So you you became a, a Catholic in 1981. You said right. Correct. And so what happened? There? How did you then get? Because you know, you're super involved in our church now. Did you immediately jump into the activities with the parish, or how did that go? Um, no, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess I always had the <clears throat> desire to do that at some point. Um, our first son was born in 1984, and um, we moved. We moved. We were living on the east shore. We moved over here to Mechanicsburg. Bought our first home uh, shortly before. Uh, ben was born. And um, at some point, and I don't remember when this happened exactly, I guess I needed a mom's night out. So St. Joe's was having a um, CCW, Council of Catholic Women, had a potluck mm-hmm. one summer evening as a way to introduce people right. to this. And I went. And, <laughs> and there was a woman there uh, who started a conversation who invited me mm-hmm. to, would you be interested in helping us with the three-year-old's religious ed program Sunday morning. And when I was growing up, I helped teach mm-hmm. Bible school and Sunday school. And I thought, oh, and my son was about that age at that point. Our first son, I had a second one by then too. So we talked to my husband and it was Sunday mornings and that's what got me in. Her Sense invitation and yep. in to the, to the parish community, then you start to meet people, but it was her invitation. Yeah. That's the way it works so yes. many times. I mean, yes. I, I talk to people who tell me that they've gone to a church for years and they go into the church, they go in, they go to the mass, they exit the church, and no one speaks. To them. And that's where many times our parishes drop the ball when it comes to evangelization. And, right? and, and to just build on that invitation, because this is what got me into parish ministry. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, I was a nurse. I worked in then Health South. I worked night shift or from 7P to 7A. Mm-hmm. And I worked mm-hmm. in the head injury unit. And one of the other nurses who worked there, opposite shift, or sometimes we'd overlap, was uh, a parishioner of St. Joe's. So we got to know each other and, and, and so forth, working together. And I remember one morning, um, she was coming in for the 7A. I was getting ready to leave. And I, I had a very, very challenging night and was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And she came in that morning and she looked at me and she said, Suzanne, you would be a great parish nurse. And I looked at her and said, tell me more. <laughs> and, you know, sort of half joking. But at that point, I was like, I'm open. Yeah. And and I, I said, I never heard of that. And she quickly gave me just a little information about it. When I went home that day, Joe, I, the kids, I, we had four children by that time. And, you know, you're sort of trying to stay away, getting them ready for school, preschool, wherever we were at that point in that. Uh, I just couldn't get that out of my mind. I, it just took off and I had to pursue that. So again, power of invitation. Mm-hmm. If she would never have said that to me, I Outstanding. don't know. If I, Outstanding. Yeah. Well, what lessons have you learned in your, in your family life and your career that you want to share with us? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> looking back, I w- yeah, I think that being available is so important. Mm-hmm. Being present, you know, just showing up. And I, um, 
sometimes, you know, I, I could have been better with that, you know. Um, yeah, um, it's it's very easy to get caught up in our own stuff and, and not, not see the opportunities God has for us there. Um, <clears throat> I guess that would be something I'd, I'd really like people to um, think about. Yeah. Um, that often, you mentioned earlier, God does not call the prepared, you know. He prepares us mm-hmm. when we're called. He'll take care of that. And and that is a, that's really important, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in, in all aspects of, of our lives, every aspect, uh, if we're available to him. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's 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 something I would like to, you know, to share. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite saint or Catholic figure? Um, I have a posse of saints. <laughs> every uh, All Saints Day, November 1st, I choose a new saint to follow through the year. Mm-hmm. I started about four years ago. So this year, um, it's St. Francis de Sales, who I'm following, I'm finding him to be very practical in his theology for the layperson. Outstanding. We're going to run out of time. Really quick, in 10 seconds, what would you like to say to close? Oh, well, okay. What I'd like to say to close is um, we all have a lot of stuff in our lives, and God's here to help us unload some of that. He really is. And and that's when we start to really hear what God wants us to do. So I'm going to encourage people to not be afraid to, to reach out if you're Catholic. Uh, Sacrament of Reconciliation, start that process of healing. And um that would that would be something, and to not be afraid to talk with someone um, about some of the concerns you have. God's really ready to help us, you know, unload that. Thank burden. you for being with us. For great wisdom today, great wisdom we heard oh, from. Thanks, Joe. From Thank you for having me, Suzanne Bruska. And I said it right every time you today. Are so good. I'm so proud You're of myself, good, my friend. <laughs> Coordinator of evangelization at St. Joe's Parish in Mechanicsburg. Thanks for being on Holy Family Radio today. You're welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me. I'm your host, Joan Abistinsky. Thanks for being with us today on this edition of Central Pennsylvania Voices. Listen to us again next time.